Putting no confidence in the flesh. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. My friends, it's important for us to remember that our salvation has nothing to do with our good works. (laughs) It has nothing to do with our effort at being righteous. It has nothing to do uh, with the things that we attempt to do uh, to present ourselves as good before God. Um, All of those things fall flat. All of those things fall short and are simply not enough. Our salvation is a matter of one thing and one thing only, and that is the effectiveness of Jesus' sacrificial death on the cross for us. Um, And so we move into a section of Philippians in chapter 3 where Paul begins to address the theological confidence that believers put in the work of Jesus, not in the work of the flesh. And so uh, that will be our focus as we move into chapter 3. And today we're going to be looking at verses 1 through 4. And kind of just dipping our toe into the waters of chapter 3. But before we get into the word, as always, uh, it is our practice to go to the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity we have to pause, to quiet our hearts, and to focus our attention on you. Lord, we pray that as we arrive in this moment, uh, we would encounter you. We would bring all that we are into the presence of all that you are, and that an exchange uh, would occur between us as we uh, focus our attention on you and as we fellowship with you and as we commune with you through your word. Father, speak as always through your word into our hearts that which you most want us to hear, and give us the ears to hear and the eyes to see how you're working uh, through your word today. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, this is what Paul writes in Philippians 3, 1 through 4. Further, my brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. It is no trouble for me to write the same things to you again, and it is a safeguard for you. Watch out for those dogs, those evildoers, those mutilators of the flesh. For it is we who are the circumcision... We who serve God by his spirit, who boast in Christ Jesus, and who put no confidence in the flesh, though I myself have reasons for such confidence. So Paul begins in verse 1 with a simple reminder (laughs) uh, that we so easily forget, and he encourages his brothers and sisters in the faith there in Philippi with these words. Rejoice in the Lord. (laughs) So how do we rejoice in the Lord? We rejoice in the Lord by remembering all that he's done for us. We rejoice in the Lord by pondering the truth of his love and the truth of his character. We rejoice in the Lord by recalling his good work in our lives. Uh, Paul says, hey, if you need reminders to rejoice in the Lord, it's no trouble for me to write these same things things to you again and again. It is a safeguard for you that I remind you to rejoice in the Lord. It just means to to look through the lens of our heart once again at all that God has done for us. You know, and I'm grateful for that reminder today. I'm grateful for that reminder every day 
because it's so easy to get tripped up by the things swirling around us. It's so easy to get tripped up by the small troubles that we're facing in this life. Small in the sense of in the grand scheme of things, they might feel large to us now, but in the grand scheme of things, the troubles that we have here are pretty small because this is not eternity. (laughs) This is not where we will spend the rest of time. And so uh, Peter says these light and momentary troubles. And so in a real sense, whatever we face here is light and momentary in that our lives here have a beginning and an ending point. This is not all there is. And so it's such a good reminder to turn our gaze once again, to turn our focus uh, to rejoicing in the Lord for all that he is and all that he's done. Paul gives a warning in verse 2 that uh, is relevant in that day. The Judaizers were trying to uh, pervert people's understanding of the gospel by insisting that to be a Christ follower meant you must first be a circumcised uh, person. Uh, for men, of course, that that was the insistence. The Judaizers said you must be circumcised, and Paul railed against that, saying, it's not the circumcision of the body that matters, it's the circumcision of the heart that matters, and Jesus is the only one that can effectively do that. Uh, so he says, watch out for those dogs, those evildoers, those mutilators of the flesh. They're insisting on something that is beyond the gospel and outside the scope of the gospel. It is not necessary. He says, we're the circumcision in Christ because we serve God by his spirit and we put our boast in Jesus. We put no confidence in the flesh. And that's true. Circumcision is a symbol of the law, of the requirements of the law, an attempt to live up to the standard of the law. And Paul says the measure of the law falls short, and we fall short of living up to it. We put no confidence in the flesh because the flesh fails us. But the one thing that doesn't fail us is Jesus, and so we'll put our boast in him. And then he hints at something he's going to go further into in verse 4 when he says, though I myself have reasons for such confidence. (laughs) Paul's going to make a case for himself uh, being a zealous Pharisee uh, that he, he excelled in putting confidence in the flesh and it gained him nothing. Uh, that was of eternal consequence, and we'll get into that as we move into uh, chapter 3 a little further. Uh, but I'm encouraged by these words of Paul as we get started into chapter 3 today. Uh, my friends, it's not about our effort. It's not about trying harder. It's not about appearing gooder. <laughs> I know that's not a word. Uh, it's not about uh, doing our best at following all the rules and expectations It's about one thing. It's about putting our trust wholly in Christ for our salvation, for our transformation, for our growth in grace. It's all about Jesus, my friends. And let's not lose sight of that today. All right, God bless you. Thanks for taking time out of your day to study. And I pray that these words are of encouragement to you.